This episode of the MFG Cast is sponsored by BattleBards. BattleBards is your premium tabletop audio for your RPGs, tabletop games, etc. From sound effects to monsterscapes. Soundscapes. To scripts and languages. If it's passage y'all be seeking, it won't be comfortable or cheap. Go, Dasek, Bikil, Sariv, Shotleg, Nomeno, Munthrek, Sariabskile. And last but not least, incredible musical scores. Not only can you get this great fantasy audio, but you can get something free from the MFG Cast with coupon codes. Use the MFG Cast code MFGCast1 when buying the $10 and $25 packages and get the Soul Forging score music. And get the score music Dwarf Temple the Soul Forging. Use the code MFGCast2 when buying your $50 and $100 packages to receive five free tracks, including I Monster Combat. Behold Extermination, the Soundscape Dungeon, Dungeon of Lost, Inhabited, the NPC Script, Armor Smith, Steel and Silk, and Sound Effect, Short Bow, Arrow Barrage. And lastly, with using your MFG Cast 3 code for the $150 and $300 packages, you get a total of 10 tracks, which is one full album, including the score, Dark Elf City, Morning Doer, the Sound Effect, Magic Missile Spell, the Monsterscape, Common, Giant, Torture, Hill Giant, and Entertaining at Home. The Racial Language, Orcish, or Brood, Lashes Out. And, and the Soundscape, Castle Ruins, Ruins of the Black Castle at Night. Use those codes to not only get wonderful Battle Bards music, but to get something free from us. And get your MF game on. And now, back to the show. This is the MFG Cast. Hey guys, Kurt here. Happy New Year. It's another year for the MFG cast. We're going into our fifth year. Can't even believe it. Um, I'm here by myself today. As you're listening to this, we're going to do our first 
episode of the year, and I'll be talking about Find Your Seats, which is part of three games that's going to be on Kickstarter starting January 3rd, coming out by Button Shy Games. Find Your Seats is going to be part of three games, Find Your Seats, Turbo Drift, and Avignon Pilgrimage. These are small card games that you can buy individually, or you could buy two or three. So if you buy one game, it'll cost you $12. If you buy any two, you pay $22. If, and if you buy all three, you get all three for $30. So you get a little bit of a deal for the more that you pay. And find your seats. Players take the roles of party planners having a terrible day. They have completely misplaced their seating plan. Each player will start with a hand of cards representing dinner guests and, over three rounds, draft what they believe to be the best group of guests to sit next to each other. Players score points based on seating arrangement of their guest. The player with the most points in a round wins the round, and the player with the most round wins will win the game. So how do you play Find Your Seats? Okay, so basically in Find Your Seat, just like it said for Find Your Seats, basically what you're doing is you're taking cards, and they have certain text on them that help you score more points during each round. How you score points in a round is dependent dependent upon their age, there are conversation topics, and then some card abilities will help with that. So, like, I've got one in front of me here. You've got the metal head, and then above, it's got, a, actually, the art on it is awesome. The art is really good. you got guy, black shirt, got a couple of, like, his spiky bracelet, and then another red brace, and he's like, yeah, metal head. And on the top left of every card, it'll have basically like a wheel that has five different colors. And each color and with icons in it represents a conversational top. So you've got you've got movies and entertainment, which is specified by the pink area that has the movie reel inside of it. You also have weather and small talk, which looks like a little cloud and a sun in the yellow. You've got news and current events, which is blue with a little newspaper in it. You've got games and hobbies, which is represented by the green with a chess pawn in it. And then you have a politics controversial topics that is basically, it looks like a pantheon with a white color or tan, whatever. You know, depending upon what conversational piece you match up with the people that are next to your other dinner guest that could get you more points, depending upon, you get one point for each conversational piece. Another way you can get points is depending upon who's next to your one of your characters in your seating arrangement, it has to do with um, their age. Basically, you have young adult, adult, middle age, and old age. If you match up how, how young they are or how old they are together, usually that will um, also get you points there. So if you have a young adult, young adult you have to next to a young adult, just like you would be if you were at a dinner party. Most of the time, you know, if someone's around the same age, they have a lot more things to talk about. So, of course, that makes sense that you would score points on that. But, you know, not all of us are like that, but that's usually kind of how it works. They also have the names, on, names of the people on them, which is kind of in the middle just below their body. And then uh, just below that, you'll have um, some special abilities. Also laid in with the name in the middle there, they also have male and female symbols to point out if they're male, male or female. It doesn't directly score points, but it can directly attribute to abilities, which will make sense. At first, when I first saw this, I was kind of like, okay, why does it matter that we have these symbols? Because we obviously know who is male and who is female in here pretty much for the most part. 
But um, but yeah, it just makes a point of using it with special abilities, which I will talk about here a little bit later. It's a real quick, easy game. You actually have, I think you only have 18 cards in this whole deck. So it's very quick. It makes me think of like your, makes me think of Love Letter with, you know, not so many cards, but it actually has a lot of playability and a lot of ways to score and a lot of ways to win. So what you're going to do is once you figure out the roles of these cards and everybody has different abilities, what you're going to do is you're going to take all 18 cards, you're going to shuffle them. You do, you'll deal four cards to each player, set the remaining cards to the side because they won't be used in the, in the round. So in the first round, you just determine the player randomly. And in subsequent rounds, the winner of the prior round is going to be the first player. And if there's a tie, you just choose randomly. So uh, to start with this game, when you get your hand of four cards, you will actually do drafting. So just like any uh, just like any drafting game, you look at what you think the best card is for that hand that you have, take one, and then pass it to your left, and then the next person will take it, and you keep going until you have a hand of four cards again. Just like any drafting, you can only hope to get the things that match up, but sometimes you don't, so it's just something where you just kind of have to play with what you're given. And it looks like you pass, when you're doing the drafting, you pass to the left in rounds one to three, but also but also in the second round, you would actually pass right. So it would be pass the left when you're drafting the first round, right, second round, left, third round. Now that you have drafted all of the uh, all of your um, guests, now you're going to be seating them. So the seating phase consists of playing guests at your table. So basically you're going to have, out of the four cards that you have, you're only going to lay three guests out. So you're going to have a, someone at the left, someone in the middle, and someone to your right. And depending upon abilities and, again, the conversational topics and how old they are is how you're going to place them on your board, basically. So you place them in front of you, you choose who you think is going to be the best for that, and then play goes to the right. Just make sure when you're seating your guests, make sure if there's any abilities that you apply them right away because, you know, some of them affect right away some of them affect depending upon if there's other cards and some of them affect towards the end of the round when we got this copy this is basically our preview copy so it's not a final draft so they had some changes where they had instead of having it an end game solution for the cards it was an end round which i think is better than the end game because it helps scoring for the end of the round so just make sure you, you make sure you know if you're going to play that that you keep an eye out for that and then with scoring, at the end of the round, after all players, all, the, all three of their guests in their chairs, uh, this seating phase ends and then the scoring commences. So there's multiple ways cars can earn points. It's through matching through conversational topics, like I told you um, before. Uh, neighbors matching their age and then their abilities. Each player will determine their score in the following manner. For each guest they have seated in front of them, the guest is compared to its neighbors, even if those neighbors were seated by other players. So basically, if you have someone that's seated to you know if you have your guy that's seated to the right then the person on your right basically their per their person that's seated leftmost is going to be matched up with your guy with your guy or girl on the right so that's how you would do that as far as matching your people on the right and left it depends upon who is sitting you know basically adjacent to them depending upon how you are sitting at your table and then, like I said before, every matching pair of conversational topics is worth one point, and every neighbor of the same age is worth one point. And then the abilities have a chance to modify the points at the end of the round, too, so make sure that you look at that. Also, if somebody has, if a guest has been, uh, has to leave, 
which is their hand is forced basically by the play of special abilities of other cards. What you take, what you do is you, depending upon if somebody picks your guest at the table, you would have to flip your card over, which basically would take away all the points of that one character. So it's kind of a got you kind of part of this game where it's like, okay, well, I, you know, you like your guy's ability. That ability is going to score you a bunch of points. Well, now I've played, they have one where it's an assassin where you put her down. And as soon as you put her down, you can flip over anybody else's card. So you can pick, they can pick one card that they think is a little overpowered and flip that and really, you know, really get you. Or after scoring, each player's total is compared and the highest score wins the round. In the event of a tie, all players, all the tie players receive a round win. And then at the end of any round, if there's a tie for two round wins, play continues until a single player has two or more wins. Now I'll talk about some of the cards and their abilities because... I just love, I, I love some of the stuff that they have that, you know, it's kind of makes it the gotcha part or it's, you know, plays a little more strategy. Like you have the introvert where she can't actually be turned over at all. She's not going to be doing a whole lot of conversation because she only has one conversational piece, which is the weather, but the assassin can't turn her over or somebody else can't, you know, affect her. So then if she has, if she's connected to somebody that has the weather, that gets her, gets her a point. And then if she is next to another adult, then she would get a point there. The conversationalist, he doesn't have any special abilities, but he has every conversational piece in the wheel. So that would score him a lot of points with just about anybody if they have multiples. Um, the hipster, um, she has a special ability when she sits at the table. You know, whatever icon has the most prevalence, which means whatever icon you see the most on the table at that moment, she also gets that conversational piece. So that helps her get extra points. Another one is the flirt, and it's at the end of the round. If she's seated next to an old age male, that you double her points. So basically she's flirting with the old man because that's what she likes. That's interesting. And then she gets double the points for that. Another one that I, I find kind of funny is you got the you got the big player with the gold chains, and then if he's seated between two female characters, you get double the points. And there's just there's just so many of these. I'll read one more just because I like it. This one is at the end of the round. If you play the nerd, you get one additional point if you're ne if she's seated next to the geek. Some of these cards are kind of funny because you've got like the nerd has like the the Princess Leia buns on her hair and she's got the peace sign it's cute the lush is kind of funny because he looks like he's ready to go and and his card's pretty cool too because if you before scoring you have to flip him over which makes you makes you think that he wouldn't have an, any abilities but if you play him if you seed him in in the first round of the game then that means if he's whoever he's seated next to on either side of them if they're not flipped over they're both the neighbors so that means that He's going to have every conversational piece that they have, and he's going to, it doesn't matter how old the players are to either side, because, it, you know, just think of it as, you know, if you go out to the bar and you, you see somebody and they're just completely obliterated, a lot of times, you know, probably nine times out of ten, it's going to be that person that comes up to anybody and is like, oh, I'm going to talk to you. I don't really care how old you are. I don't care what you want to talk about. We're going to be talking. So I like that that's a thing, and that's just, it, I think it's silly. But, um, yeah, this, this game is interesting. It, at first, when we first started to play it, you know, again, we got the play, the play test copy, so the instructions are, are a little confusing to begin with. We kind of had to get our footing, and uh, 
really kind of look at it and play it. But um, the more we played it, the more the more I got into it, and the more I was like, okay, now I understand, you know, kind of what's going on. You know, it's again, it's like Love Letter, where it doesn't give you a ton of cards to play with, but what you have to do is, you know, depending upon what kind of hand you're dealt with, you really have to plan a strategy, and you know, you really have to you know, think about, you know, which way you want to go with it, you know, because, you know, depending upon what it is, like they have this one old man, the old timer. Yeah. So basically he'll talk to one person on his, on his right, but he won't ever talk to the person on his left, which I think is kind of funny. So you have to plan accordingly there. So it's like, okay, well you could match up a bunch of stuff with the person on your right. And it, you know, if the old age matches up, but also you're taking away points for on the left. So you really have to, you really have to strategize and, you know, get what you what you can. So yeah, that's basically finding your seats. Um, designed by Mitchell Shipman, going to be on Kickstarter here by Button Shy Games. Like I said, it's it's you know quick, it's easy. It's because of the preview copy and the instructions not being super clear. It took us a little bit, but again, once we got into it, and I'm sure everyone everything's going to be cleared up by release day because we got this pretty early. There's you know everything's going to be nice and uh, tightened up for the Kickstarter release. So now we need to rate, find your seats on the MFG cast rating scale. First one is we love it. So that basically means buy it, play it, have fun. Uh, we like it. It's something that if you know if somebody if it's on sale or if somebody has that we you can play it. Go ahead and play it and have fun with it. There's a eh, it's okay. Basically, it's a maybe a once a month kind of thing if you know there's no other options and then there is the last but not least fuck this game it's stay away from it we don't care for it so what do we rate find your seats i like it it's one of those where again i probably wouldn't be playing all the time but it's a nice filler it's a cool little game to just kind of throw in between especially with the price the price $12 is really i mean it's really hard not to say no for something that's $12 it's Quick and easy pickup game. It's cheap. Again, it's you know your small card game like Love Leather, but it's. I don't think you're gonna be really wasting your money by paying the twelve dollars for it. Well, that's what I think. We actually had Logan play this, who's who's six years old, and he, you know, did had a little bit of a time trying to figure out stuff because of the wording and stuff like that. Because some of the words are a little bit too big for his britches, but. Once he kind of figured it out, he actually got it, and it was pretty smooth. The art is phenomenal. I don't know who did the art, but I really like it. It's, you know, the characters are cool. It's probably something I'm not going to bring out, you know, every single night or whatever like that, but it's a nice little break from the big box games, and it's just a little fun little fun little card game to bring out and, you know, play when you get a chance. So, like I said, the Kickstarter is starting January 3rd, uh, and like I said, you can get that. Also with, uh, you can also get two other games, Turbo Drift, designed by Rob Kramer, and Evan Young, Pilgrimage, designed by John Dubois. We weren't able to play the other two games, Turbo Drift and Evan Young, Pilgrimage, but those also look like very fun games, and the art looks pretty cool. So get in and on the action there. Like I said, it's not it's not too overly expensive. $12 for one, $22 for two, or all three for 30 bucks. So yeah, that's pretty much it. So go out there. Um, on January 3rd, help out Button Shy Games, a bunch of great people, and help this fun. So until next time, we'll talk to you then. Thanks a lot. And this is the MFG Cast. Legends of Tabletop Podcast. Creating legends, one die at a time.